Welcome to the Progress Your Health podcast with your hosts, Dr. Robert Mackey and Dr. Valerie Davidson, a husband and wife team who specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and functional medicine. They're here to help you lose weight, balance hormones, and age gracefully. It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Uh, so, again, we have another question. This one's from Kathy. Uh, so, again, uh, in the future, for those of you that are new to the podcast, hopefully we're getting lots of new listeners all the time. Uh, if you're a, an avid listener, you like what, you, what we have to say, um, please give us a review on whatever platform we're on all the major platforms. I still haven't added our podcast yet or have it have had added have had it added that was a tongue twister uh, added to uh, Audible or Amazon Music but uh, that's on the list uh, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, but we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on all those different podcast um, platforms. So uh, please give us a review. That'd be really nice. Uh, so this question is from Kathy. Why don't you uh, dive in and uh, uh, give it a whirl? Sure. Uh, we always change everybody's name. We always say that on every podcast too. And and we um and these questions come from podcast listeners and also from our website, from our blogs too. Um, Kathy doesn't say on here whether she got this from the uh, podcast or from the, the reading one of the articles or one of the blogs. But um, so this is from quote unquote Kathy. I tried progesterone, 100 milligram pill. I felt dizzy and felt like I could not stand upright. Does the cream have the same side effect? I was also prescribed an estrogen patch. Yeah, so there's a lot to, you know, this is a really simple question, Mm -hmm. which is nice, right? It's just a couple of questions. uh, And it's fairly similar. We've done a bunch on progesterone. um, But this one kind of adds a little bit of a different element with with the progesterone patch or the estrogen patch. Uh, she doesn't specify, but I would assume that if she's getting the estrogen patch, that means she's getting prometrium. Uh, we could probably make that. A, would that be fair? Would that be a fair assumption to make? Yes, like you said, this is a short question. Um, seems simple, but it. I like it because we can really extrapolate on it to um, help other people that might be in kind of a similar situation. Because this is really common. The estrogen patch is a very conventional type of hormone replacement, so we know. If she's on an estrogen patch, she's either menopausal or, she, and and she's also on the progesterone, she's probably gone through menopause and she has a uterus. Yeah, so we can assume at that point that she's probably in her early to mid-50s, something like that. Uh, she's probably having the classic, you know, hot flashes, night sweats, insomnia, all those, you know, all those. Brain fog, memory, yeah. if she's still gain. If she's still <laughs> menstruating, she's not a candidate for the estrogen patch. Uh, you know, that would uh, not be good. It would just probably cause a lot of frequent bleeding uh, and it, you know, um, that's one of the ways that you determine if someone's a candidate or not is their menstrual history. If they still have one, then they, progesterone is fine. You could do progesterone. Sometimes that's very necessary. You know, that's kind of the more of the perimenopausal window. Uh, but if they're, you know, if they're menstruating, they're not really candidates for estrogen necessarily. So uh, the dizzy, feeling dizzy and could not stand upright, um, you know, a, a fairly a recent episode, I think it was the last one we did, was talking about someone not being able to wake up at night, uh, wake up in the morning, right? So, you know, these are you know, fairly common side effects, would you say? Yes, because progesterone is very relaxing. You don't want to take it in the morning. Although I will have to say, I have two patients that love taking their progesterone in the morning and they feel 
no like grogginess or tired or anything. They're just like unicorns. But for most of all of us, myself included, if you take progesterone, it's going to make you a little relaxed and a little tired. So it's perfect to take at night to help you sleep. And then progesterone is needed to any for anyone taking estrogen, they've got to take some progesterone because you don't want to give unopposed estrogen, especially if they have that uterus because that progesterone, I've said it probably a billion times, that progesterone is going to help protect that uterine lining when someone's taking estrogen replacement therapy. But 100 milligrams is, is pretty much an average dose for somebody with a uterus on you know, menopausal, taking hormone replacement with estrogen. So I wouldn't say that we'd want to go lower because then that would just leave her uterus unprotected. And then at the same time, we wouldn't want to switch to a cream. And this, and maybe, you know, every practitioner has a, you know, this is a dance, this is an art doing hormones, but I've always found the cream is just not strong enough to protect that uterine lining. Yeah, right. And the and the, proge- and the progesterone cream doesn't have that, uh, that mental, emotional, plain uh, level of uh, relief that the oral capsule does. Uh, you know, so yeah, we don't, uh, now granted, we, you know, we contradict ourselves because we do use progesterone cream with rhythmic dosing. Um, you know, that's, you know, quite something common. But in that case, if a woman has her uterus, now granted, we're really complicating things now, but mm-hmm. in that case with the rhythmic dosing and progesterone cream, we want the women to have a period, which kind of goes against the grain that's a little. A- one, uh, one different kind of therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're, when you're, and we've talked about the difference and we'll kind of hash this out, you know, again, but, uh, the difference between static, static dosing and rhythmic dosing, what she's doing and what is most common for most women is they're doing static dosing, same dose every day. Uh, with rhythmic dosing, the whole point of rhythmic dosing is to basically recreate the woman's female cycle so she has a peak of estrogen on day 12, she has a peak of progesterone on day 20, and and seven days, eight days later, she has a period, something, something similar to that. So it's the, it's the rise and fall or the peaks of those two hormones that initiate that process. In, when a woman's in menopause, all we're doing, the, the, the hormones have kind of flatlined in some respects. All we're trying to do is just raise the baseline. Uh, which does provide some symptom relief, you know, now granted, that's not raising them to what a woman was when she's in her thirties necessarily. Um, but it does help with the hot flashes, helps with the night sweats. It helps with all those kind of menopausal related symptoms. And like I've always said, you know, not one situation fits all, not one pill fixes all. So some women love that rhythmic dosing and I have a lot of women on that. And then some women don't love the rhythmic dosing and we have a lot of women on static dosing. So that's where you have to have that kind of individual treatment plan. So even for our patients, you know, one patient is on one particular type of dosing for her and her goals. And then another one's on a completely different thing, or even like I even have sisters and they're on completely different, you know, therapies because we have to individualize this. So I feel like for Kathy, that this, this, um, treatment plan that she's on with that estrogen patch and that 100 milligrams of the progesterone may, may not be completely individualized to her. Yeah. And we even, uh, we were discussing this be- before we, uh, press the record button. Uh, even the estrogen patch could cause a little bit of dizziness and, you know, maybe not, you know, not being able to stand upright. That's, you know, certainly more on the progesterone side, but the estrogen could make her feel a little woozy at the same time. And like you were mentioning is she's probably on a prometrium, um, which is progesterone. It's bioidentical, um, progesterone, but it's an in, and there's also a lot of fillers and excipients and whatnot in there, but it's instant release. So what she might be doing is, Hey, taking it around dinner time, sitting down to watch you know, some TV or something after dinner. And then like, Whoa, yeah, I'm feeling a little woozy, like trying to get up and walk to the bathroom or get ready for bed. 
or she might be taking it right before she goes to bed, let's say, you know, 10 o'clock at night, then maybe she wakes up at midnight to go to the bathroom and can't walk to the bathroom because it's so close to when she's taking it because an instant release is just like it sounds. It's going to instantly release into your bloodstream and peak as high as it can as pretty much as soon as you've taken it, you know, 45 minutes after you've taken it because you've digested it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, hopefully she doesn't mention it. Hopefully that would help her sleep well. That's hopefully always... she's not taking it in the morning. Yeah, well, <laughs> Kathy, know. don't take it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's, uh, you're not dr- getting behind the wheel of a car. You're not driving a car, but you know, you have to put a, like a warning label on it. Do not operate heavy machinery after taking progesterone. <laughs> I think but, maybe, no, I can't, it doesn't have that on I don't think it does. <laughs> uh, you know, some of the other, you know, some of the other, uh, you know, uh, anxiety medications and antidepressants, they certainly have oh, those yeah. warnings mm-hmm. on there. Uh, but you know, this is a, a very common thing that we get from patients all the time uh, and questions. You know, this one I think has come up probably at least a you know, dozen times, if not more. Uh, so we might have answered this in the past if we have, you know, you know, uh, sorry, but uh, the repetition's good, right? Because we're getting new listeners all the time. And uh, these things, uh, you know, in some ways the same, and we're, and we're trying to pick out the questions that, so we're not repeating ourselves, but there's always little nuances on every little thing that we can kind of tease out a little bit. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's something that uh, you're learning or you're pulling from it that is helping your situation in some respects. And that's why this one's very simple, very straightforward. Um, but, you know, at the same time, there's a lot to kind of tease apart there. Uh, and this is something with permetrium and the estrogen patch is just something that we would not do. You know, that's just not something that we would uh, typically, the route we would take with a patient. Uh, and we've talked about the you know estrogen, estrogen patch and the Vivel patch fairly recently, uh, you know, on how relatively strong that patch really is. Uh, and, you know, we look, you know, I don't think even practitioners even realize when you see the milligram amount down there, it seems so, so uh, you know, so minuscule as far as the milligram amount. But the effect that that has on the woman is pretty significant in some cases. Yes, the patch is a lot stronger than doing um, bioidentical creams, so much more. Um, and like like you said, I don't know if I would necessarily use a patch with her. I have a few people on it. They like it, but I probably wouldn't, um, especially since it sounds like she might be a little bit sensitive, you know, taking that 100 milligrams of progesterone and not being able to stand upright. I would say for Kathy, you don't want to go below progest, you know, below 100 milligrams of progesterone if you're on an estradiol patch. That just wouldn't be protective. But what you could do is switch to a compounded sustained release. So instead of that instant release, just popping way up and you can't even, you know, hold yourself steady is you could take the sustained release and then you'd, you'd be, you know, it just comes up gently and stays up over the night so that you can still get that dose of progesterone, get that protection, get the positive benefits from progesterone. But at the same time, she probably would ab- not feel dizzy and be able to stand up straight. Yeah. Yeah. She won't feel punch drunk from taking, taking yeah, the progesterone. progesterone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she'll actually have a little bit more of a, a normal response, still more of a sedating kind of a sleep uh, inducing response, uh, but not one that's going to make her compromise in any way. Certainly nobody wants to feel like that if they don't intend to, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah. Uh, now this one, like I said, was relatively short. Uh, do we want to say anything else about this one or did we, or do we kind of cover the bases on this one? No, no, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one's very short, um, but still, you know, I liked it because it was very short. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a couple things to kind of tease apart and some assumptions that we're making mm-hmm. based on her situation. So uh, until next time, I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Progress Your Health podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at progressyourhealth.com.